Hi everybody and welcome to Drink With Me and this is American Whiskey Jesus and I am here with my whiskey sidekick, Merdina Flummery. Hey, thanks for having me back. <laughs> of course. It wouldn't be Drink With Me with American Whiskey Jesus without Merdina. All right, so we're here to drink some more whiskey today. I am super excited. I had so much fun last time yep. drinking, what was it called? It was Glen Farkless. That was an excellent way to start. And to I see you have something new for us yes, today. Yes, We are drinking today Teeling Whiskey Single Grain. It is an Irish whiskey, obviously. And I think you're going to like this one a lot. It looks great. It's great. So so before we do, let, let's do our cleanse. Okay, we have our... Our cleanse. We're doing a cleanse. <laughs> but our version of a cleanse is whiskey, we eat chocolate. Whiskey cleanse. That's right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a book on how to do the whiskey cleanse. We're just eating some dark chocolate. Okay, cleansing the palate. Special dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. Special dark... I'm going to give it a smell because, as you know, I also like to um, clear my nose palate. Nose palate. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. So remember that. When you hear background noises, it's us moving the bottle around, pouring the drinks, that kind of thing. I'm now opening, literally opening this bottle of Teeling single grain whiskey and... And I hope you there at home or wherever have your own bottle. That's right. You can open it in conjunction with us. We're opening it now. Get ready to taste it. You ready? Yeah. Nice. Nice sound. I like that. All right. Brisk. Sounded Irish. Irish. Sounded a bit Irish, it did. So this is... An Irish whiskey. Yes, I'm reading on the label. It's the Spirit of Dublin. I'm going to tell you all about it. I can't wait. This is a really good whiskey, and we're pouring it. We're pouring. We're pouring. All right, I'm going to tell you a little bit about it, just to, to get started. Actually, no, before we talk about it, let's I just, was I was reaching was, for the glass, and was, American Whiskey Jesus was about to slap my hand because it wasn't time yet, apparently. All right, no, it's time. Nose palate. Oh, that's nice on the nose palate. Really, it is. smells medicinal. But in a good way. In a good way. All right. Shall we? Uh, all right. All right. Slangeva. All right. Here we go. That's so smooth. It really is. So light, easy Celtic drinking. Magic. That's Celtic magic in there. Oh, yeah. Now I'll tell you a little bit about it as you, as you sip. This is a whiskey that actually, well, there, there's so many stories on this one. Teeling is actually old but also new. Well, the interesting thing for me, the newbie, is that I've had Teeling before, mm-hmm. and I've seen it around. It seems to be kind of popular-ish. Easy to get. With people like me. You can okay. definitely get it. You can definitely get it. This is another one of those whiskeys that you can use to make yourself feel better than other people, as we discussed last time. Okay, it's not too common. It's not too common, mm. uh, but it certainly is easy to get, and it certainly is reasonable price. But mm-hmm. I'll tell you a little bit about this, about the Teeling Distillery. So... There was a Teeling family making whiskey in Dublin in the 1870s. Oh, wow. Okay. But that, that, that distillery and the whole thing disappeared for a long time. In fact, this is what is hard to imagine now. But if you go back even 30 years, the Irish whiskey industry was just about dead. That actually shocks me. Just like on the verge of death. I'm just picturing, you know, Irish whiskey, of course. Of right. course that's a thing. Right. Huh. In fact, many of the... All but the, I should say, all but the very biggest, the Jameson, did go away. So there was almost oh, okay. no Irish whiskey being produced. Wow. So Teeling Whiskey is a relatively new distillery that makes an excellent product. And they're, and one of the things I love, they say the spirit of Dublin. And that's because they distill like right in town, like right in the middle of, of town in Dublin, which is a great 
place to do this. I am studying the label, and it says since 1782. Oh my gosh, I mean, even earlier than I. So, so the original Teeling yes. family started making their whiskey, and then it was sort of not a thing for a while, and then someone rebooted the. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's right. So mm -hmm. I said 1870. Mm -hmm. So I sort of dyslexically oh, you, yeah, you inverted just, those numbers. Yeah. But anyway, there was an old, you know, distilling family, and and they're back, and they're you know, full of beans. Absolutely, this is good stuff. And I'm pretty excited because I'm actually Irish. As well as yeah, Scottish Irish. Yeah, I am, sure. Irish by way of Canada. So it's nice Irish for me to... Irish by way of Canada. What yeah, does that mean? To uh, get back in touch with my Irish roots. Oh, okay. A little, wa little water in there? We, we've got the scientific pipette. <laughs> this is a scientific pipette. We're dripping water. Just a few... Yeah, a little water if you like it. As we always say, however you like it, okay. put ice in it, put you know root beer in it. I don't really care. As long as you like it. That's That's the main thing. But the way we're drinking it right now is just a little water in it, and because it's just so glorious, there's no reason to do anything else. No, it's great. I don't even, I, I like ice in my yeah. whiskey a yeah. lot of times because um, it just makes it a little easier to drink. I don't even feel like I need it with this teeling. No, it's so good. It's going down really smooth. Okay, so here's what I want to tell you about this. This is called a single grain, mm. and the grain in question is corn, so 100%. Corn. This is a corn-based whiskey, 100%. We were drinking some Scottish barley yeah. last time. Last, last time. Now we're drinking Irish corn. It's corn, that's mm. right. I Actually, I don't know where the corn comes well, from, but but anyway, let's 100%. Let's pretend it's Irish. It's Irish corn. It's the <laughs> finest corn there is. So Okay, so th th this is corn, which people are used to tasting in bourbon. So bourbon is mostly corn. This one is single grain, meaning only one type of grain used. Sure. And Teeling doesn't always do that. They have... Oh. Single malt, which is all barley, and then they have things that are a combination of barley and corn. This one's all corn. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, what would be the difference between this and bourbon, other than the uh, well, location? Bur so the, the rules of bourbon are, are fairly loose, but they basically involve being at least 51% corn, and then what casks they're in have to be casked in American oak and some other things like that. So I mean, this is this is a whiskey that's sort of in line with that, although... It violates it another way. So one of the most interesting things about this is the cask. So the cask for this, they chose to use, Teeling chose to use California Cabernet Sauvignon barrels. I would not have guessed that really? in a hundred years. Yeah. I mean, California Cabernet sure. barrels. Right. It that, just, Irish whiskey. Okay, yeah. that's intriguing. Yeah. So, I mean, I think this is this is the kind of thing that I think is like, like I love the fact that we're at the point where people are willing to try stuff. Yeah. Right. It's like old and yet new. Right. Isn't What's that, newer than California right. Cabernet? Nothing. Yeah. Well, I guess well, something. But in the like in the smartphones sure, are newer. Sure. Um, but in the robots. alcohol world. Right. Well, right. I know what you mean. Yeah. It's new world. New worldy. Yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. There's actually a lot of things newer than hmm. Cabernet Sauvignon. For example, I don't know. What do you What do you got? Mardina cannot think of one thing. <laughs> it's a panic <laughs> silence. Newer. newer than, I mean, you could have just said like. <laughs> Your watch, or or you know, <laughs> Trump being president. Could he could have said anything? <laughs> a pancake flipping robot or device of some kind. Sure. Could, anything like that. Okay. Um, so I, one thing I will tell you about this whiskey is it is incredibly drinkable. I would agree with that. In fact, she's gonna have some more right now. <laughs> I promised myself I'd go a little slower this time. That's not penciling out so far, but uh, yeah. we've got a long way to go. Okay. I'm adding a little water because that was nice. It does help. I enjoy. It's um, it's interesting. It's a very light colored 
whiskey. It's very, very light. You can see through it. So talk to me about how dark or light the whiskey is and what, what does that mean? Okay, so that's a, that's a good question and it kind of feeds into something you hear sometimes. Mm-hmm. When uh, And it's, it's important to know what it means only so that you can determine whether you care or not. Right, because as you were telling me last time, it's all about figuring out what, what I like. That's right. If yeah. you can describe. So my, we're talking about Disti- how many times the spirit is distilled? So you okay. take the you take the corn or barley or whatever with some water and some yeast sits there for a while. Then you take that what is essentially beer and pipe it into a, a hot still. Okay. So that boils off into into steam and it comes down and becomes liquid again. Okay. And that's whiskey. And that that's the distilling that's the beginning process. Of the, that's, and that's the beginning that's not of the whiskey. The finished whiskey. That's how it, it's made. Right. So in general, and certainly with this one, Irish whiskey is distilled famously distilled three times. Three is the magic number. Three is the magic number for Irish whiskey. Interesting. Scotch is typically twice. Oh. So here is oh, what that is about. Okay. Uh, when you distill something, you know some of it. Is left behind, and what tends to be left behind is the heavier parts of it, proteins sure. and other aspects of whatever. A lot of the oils and things that come off the barrel, for example, are okay. left behind. So if you do it a third time, you're left with an even lighter version of the of the liquid. Just like Makes you, sense. Yes. Okay, I can. So that's that. why it's lighter, for one thing, and that's why in general people think of Irish whiskeys as being quote unquote lighter and more drinkable, right? Drinkable. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right, I understand. Yeah. Now, Japanese Doesn't whiskeys... Doesn't mean they're better. Off, Japanese whiskeys often are also lighter. Yeah. I mean, maybe I don't want to paint too broad I, a brush, but... I, I think you're talking about there, you're talking about kind of where, how they taste, you know, sort okay, of. Okay, maybe. Um, but the Japanese whiskeys... Not to jump ahead to your future podcast. Well, I don't know. I mean, Japanese whiskeys, they, they've just emulated and then added their own te- techniques. If they were, gonna, if you were going to say one, they'd be more like Scotch than than mm. Irish whiskey in general. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So, so for Irish whiskeys, yep. we're doing that three times. Three times. And um, but then I'm assuming corn, but it could be other grains. Could be barley. Could be corn. Could be a combo. And then the barrels and what you're what you're aging it in. Yeah, right. that's right. And what's cool, and you could read more about this on their website. Certainly, Teeling does a lot of interesting things with barrels. So they'll take mm. they'll take whiskey in you know, several different kinds of barrels and then bring them together, which is pretty neat. Oh, neat. yeah. Okay. Neat. I I think it's great. So they probably have a lot of fun experimenting and tasting and trying new things. I bet I it's would a think. blast. And plus, yeah. they're right in the middle of Dublin, you know. So they're you know they're they're neighbors with the Guinness Storehouse. And the Jameson Distillery. Okay, that's cool. They're, Have you been? I've been to the Guinness Storehouse. I haven't been to Teeling. I'd love to go. Okay, I think yeah. we need a trip. Uh, I think so, too. Yeah. They're very close to an area of Dublin called the Temple Bar, which is mm. uh, sounds like a temple, but mm-hmm. it's really more like a bar. But, I mean, it's not a bar. It's a whole bunch of restaurants and bars. And people come to Dublin from all over the, all over the world. Sure. And they get a little nutty. <laughs> <laughs> the Temple Bar. You get a little nutty. That sounds fun. It, it is pretty fun. <laughs> I'd like to see that. You know, and it's one of these things where I think um, you know the Irish are very welcoming of the idea, uh, the idea of people coming and sort of getting a little loopy in Dublin. Yeah, I haven't been to Ireland, but my impression is that it's a place that welcomes visitors, yes. tourists, friends, new experiences, new conversations. No doubt. So, and you yeah. just walk into a bar. Yeah. And you'll, I mean, you're right, the right one. Obviously, I'm mm-hmm. making a blanket statement, but 
you walk into the, the sort of the right pub, the right bar in Dublin, and you're going to be in a conversation with probably a group of people within, sort of, you know, that's great minutes of being there. I love that. It is good. It is really good. So yeah. Yeah. I I love the idea. It's like the whole city thing, right? Like the return to the city. Like you think see, last week we were ta- we were looking at Glenn Farkless. Yes. Last time we were talking about how Glenn Farkless was out in this idyllic in the Glen, setting in the, the Glen. valley with the fog and the sun. Right. And yeah. Yeah. And this is very different. Just in the city. Heart of urban, Dublin. you know, urban distilling. Right. Which is pretty cool. That is, yeah. It's that is cool. different. I like that. Do does anyone care about the water in Irish whiskeys? Is that a thing? I don't know if they say much about the water. So they're it, they're probably using like city water, city tap water, maybe. Which you know in New York they're weird about their tap water. They water. they act like it's special. So well, I wonder all, if Dublin thinks they have special tap well, water I mean, too. I mean, you'd think that New Yorkers all worked at the water department. <laughs> <laughs> the way they talk the about way it. they brag like, oh, the water. Good Lord, it's good. Oh, my goodness. It cures all diseases. Strangely, nobody brags about Los Angeles tap water. Well, you know. <laughs> Even though it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, the A water. A chlorine. It's I mean, right. I really, like, every now and then with New Yorkers and the water thing, I'm like, can you stop? It's... It- <laughs> It's, it's, yes, great, sure. That's why the pizza's so good. Is it? Is that really why? I don't know. Now I'm wondering, is the Dublin tap water, is that why the tealing is so good? I mean, we could find out. We could certainly ask. Yeah. Or maybe that's a secret they don't want to give away. Interesting. You know, like uh, when they used to, I get, they still do it, I suppose, add the fluoride to the water. <laughs> right. Maybe do you think Are this you has fluoride? Are you saying that this is good for my teeth? This is definitely good I for your kn- teeth. I said it was medicinal. Yeah, it is. Teeling almost has the feeling of being teeth, right? Like it sounds. That's right. Teeling. Teethling. Good for your teeth. Te- teething. Yeah, I've written. We didn't we write a slogan last time? Forget Glenn. You go. F- go fark yourself. Fark yourself. Teeling for your teeth. Teeling for your teeth. I think we need to work on that a little bit as we go here. I think it's great. You, you're, you think it's ready to go yes, as is? I really do. Teeling I'm going to write them teeth. a letter. A, a letter. Uh, you're going to actually write a yeah, letter? Yeah, I'm going to post a letter post to Post a letter. Dear Teeling, <laughs> my name is Mardina Flummery. I enjoyed your whiskey very, very much. <laughs> right. Am enjoying it currently as I as write. As I write via dictation. My secretary. Siri, take this down. <laughs> I should be. I'm going to wake Uh-oh. up my phone. <laughs> and then it's going to say, I have an idea. Instead of the spirit of Dublin, what you ought to say is teeling. It's for your teeth. That's it. It's for your teeth. That's beautiful. I mean, it, it is a bit like the, the old Guinness is good for you campaign. Mm. It's really, you know, in spirit, quite similar. Right. They used to give Guinness to uh, women right after giving birth and all of that. I always thought that was a great idea. Maybe in Dublin they give you tealing. Or just Guinness. Maybe Guinness. Or Guinness, yeah. Get a tealing and then a, you know, a, back, a beer back kind of thing. We need to get back to that. More drinking for new mothers. <laughs> That's the slogan right there. Tealing. More drinking for new mothers. More drinking for new mothers and good for your teeth. I think that was also the, the name of a, a public health campaign in Ireland a few years ago. It makes sense. More drinking for new mothers. Now I'm just playing into a stereotype. That's right. okay because I'm Irish. That's okay. Yeah, me too. Fine. Yeah, we're Irish. We can, yeah. we can do it. We can say whatever we want. Yeah, we can. That's one thing I, I realized is that uh, also the Irish seem fine about people doing uh, what I think you might call casual racism. 
<laughs> the, the Irish aren't so upset about... <laughs> leprechauns and... <laughs> stereotypes can, they, of alcohol consumption no, and leprechauns no, and hot tempers, maybe? Hot tempers? Isn't that a thing? I don't know. I don't know. Did I, I make that up? I think I'm thinking added of, a negative stereotype. I'm thinking of Canadians. I think that's just your opinion of Irish people. Yeah, I'm thinking of Canadians. I love Irish people. I really do. Merdina, I don't know. I'm Irish. I told you. By way of Canada, which doesn't make By any sense. By way of Canada. Did, did they go to Canada, then they went back to Ireland? Like, they connected through Ireland and then came? All I know is, <laughs> I like teeling. Well, I would agree. This is really, really good. Um, and the problem with it is that um, you could easily envision people, and we are people. Yes. Finishing a bottle like this. I've heard that that has happened. Yeah, that's definitely happened. Yeah. I, I heard a story that someone brought a bottle of Teeling to a get-together, and I'm not talking a huge 50-person party. I'm talking like a seven or eight adults, yeah. and the bottle of Teeling was finished? I think it was finished, yes. I, yeah. I, I don't think it was anticipated that it would be finished. <laughs> Here's the other thing that there's controversy about. Mm-hmm. This little letter I'm pointing to right now, E. Okay, I want to talk about the whiskey. spelling of whiskey. Yes. Because sometimes it's W-H-I-S-K-E-Y, yep. which to me is my default. Yep. That feels sure. normal, but then you see it with no E. Which yep. way does Whiskey Jesus spell it? No E. No E. And, and there's, this is like, this is hot. This is still hot. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, so lay it on me. What's the story? So Scot the Scottish spell it without an E. Okay. And if you spell it with an E... It's like, you know, how in Vegas they'll shoot you for anything. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. In Vegas they'll shoot you for that. Sure. Like, that's the thing. that That's probably the one thing in Scotland that they'll shoot you. I don't think they'll shoot you, but they'll they'll think less of you. Okay. They'll, they'll, they might quietly scorn you for it. So, in Scotland, you leave out the E. You leave out the E. But in Ireland... You include the E. Wow. In America, you include the E. Okay. So, I'm American by way of Canada. So, that's probably uh, why it makes sense yeah. for me to... Keep the I e. thought you were Irish, right? Well, I mean, no matter which way you go there, you're you're definitely getting. Oh, you know who else does no e? Yeah, Japan. Wow, that's because okay. again they're emulating the, Scotch. The, the basically the Scottish way. Yeah, I am looking forward to when you start drinking some Japanese whiskeys and talk more about where that all came from and mm -hmm. why are they inspired by Scotland? Why are they not inspired by Ireland? Bermuda, Kentucky. Right, right. Wherever. Well, else. Okay, so I'll tell you why I Canada. I generally will will go with a KY rather than KEY. Mm -hmm. It's because I feel and and I know that some Irish people are going to murder me over. I'll probably oh. be killed at some point. So write down the date in which I predicted that I'd be killed by Irish whiskey um, purists. Okay. Yeah, I, I still feel that in some way Scotland is the mm. the the real home of whiskey. Although Ireland, you know, has the Celtic magic. Hashtag Celtic magic. Sure. So I don't know. Um, I read, and I don't know if this is true. I read that at some point, the Irish whiskey industry, and this is you're talking about like a hundred years ago or something like that. Okay. Irish whiskey wanted to distinguish itself from Scotch because Scotch had really fallen into decline in terms of quality. So they said, "Well, this isn't whiskey; it's whiskey." So they needed whiskey. to distinguish yes. themselves. Yes. We're better. We're different. Yes. That makes a certain amount of sense. Mm -hmm. That's what I don't, you know. Well, that sounds like a little bit of a fairy tale to me, but I think it's a good story. I, I think that I think you can run with that. I also think that for such a small island, the different people who live on Britain seem to get really weird about distinguishing themselves. 
wanting to sure. pronounce something different or use a different word for sure. it. And this just seems like one Worship more version a different of God that. or, yeah. you, know, you know, whatever, whatever it might be. Yeah. I feel like we're, everything we're saying is going to make people mad if they are Irish or Scottish. Don't, but I'm Irish by and way Scottish. of Canada. <laughs> so... <laughs> Don't be mad. I love the Irish. I can't wait to visit Ireland. Yeah, actually, Ireland is a great place too. They are. I, I don't understand how, you know, as a as a group, you can have a group of people so completely friendly and welcoming to, to outsiders. I mean, really, it's it's remarkable. You you would love it. I would love to go. You know, the, here's the thing. I've never been to a distillery in Ireland. I think um, I think we need to put together a whiskey Jesus oh. trip. And if there was a train that could oh my God. take us from, I don't think that exists. But if there were, That'd be great, or just a car, it's like a train. <laughs> we could, we could get some chains or ropes and just connect a bunch of cars. Now we won't be sure. driving, of course. I mean, no, you wouldn't do no, that. No, yeah. Um, it's like when you, get, it's like when you go to wine country. Mm. You gotta have someone driving you. Yeah, you take do the you? you take like the wine limo. That's right. There should be... Uh, there's got to be a whiskey limo. An Irish whiskey limo. That sounds amazing. Uh, it really does. It's like um, Santa and his sleigh. The Irish whiskey limo. <laughs> and there's probably songs about the uh, the limo driver, Sean. Yeah. It's pulled by donkeys. You think? Sure. Why not? Yeah. I mean, it could be. It should be. Yeah. Or maybe just it's a car. So you mentioned Jameson. <laughs> yes. Are there other Irish whiskeys? I mean, I, I've I've clearly had Jameson. It's great. Clearly, it's great. Yes. Are there other Irish oh, yes. whiskeys yes, that yes, I yes. should be aware of that yes. you think are similar to Teeling, or are there different well, in an I, interesting I, I, I way? Think, I think there's just so there's so many good Irish whiskeys now. And some of the ones that th- these aren't even really that um, obscure it by any means. Redbreast is mm. just great. Um, so many different choices there. I think we won't talk too much about that because we're definitely going to do a red breast at some point. Okay, and that's another Irish. It's another Irish one. Whiskey. And then, um, the, what what made you pick Teeling? Well, uh, I'll tell you. Yeah. Here's really why. I was going to a, a party, and there was a certain expectation that I would bring whiskey to this party. That happens a lot to you. By and the way. It does. Yeah. And and I don't mind. And I thought, you know, he's refilling. Do you want some water? I do. Okay. I thought to myself, self. I want to bring some whiskey that, A, people will enjoy. That's always number one. That's the top. That's number one commandment, right? Enjoy your whiskey. Make people happy. That's it. Yeah. And whiskey is a great way to do that. But number two, to bring something that is a little different from what you might expect, right? So, Mm. and and so I thought, well, I'll do this. And so I get to this party. Yeah. And this is, you know, not necessarily, I don't know, you can judge me if you want to. Mm Mm-hmm. There were like a hundred people coming into this party. A hundred. <laughs> and none, I noticed not one of them was carrying anything, even though there was sort of, I thought there was a sort of unstated expectation that, you know, people should bring, you know, should not show up empty handed. I cannot stand coming to a party empty handed. Well, no matter what the invitation says or the host says. Right. There's something in me that will not allow me to do it. So, I will rummage my own kitchen cabinets right. to find something Just I bring can bring up, with like me. A, bring him like a box of crackers or uh, cereal. Anything. Lucky Charms. Oh my God! If someone showed up for a party with a, some lucky a box of Lucky Charms, yeah. you'd be a hero. I. They're always after me. It lucky all comes charms. back to Ireland. Right. And casual racism. <laughs> 
I, I am bringing tealing and lucky charms to the next party I'm invited to. That's what to. you eat and drink in the Irish whiskey limo. Oh my god, that's perfect. That's perfect. That's genius. Okay, so I, so okay. I, so okay. I roll up to this party. You show up to the party right? with a bottle of tealing I have a bottle of tealing. Under I get your arm. out of my car and I see a, like a flood, like a stream, like a virtual torrent of human people. Sure. Going into this party, making hand gestures and... Because Speaking their the hands language. were so empty. That's right. And, and doing uh, the choreography to Mickey by Tony Basil. Oh, there Mickey, was not enough to drink. There was, so No, there was plenty to drink. Oh. But so I just went. I was trying to make the story more dramatic. I just pivoted back toward my car and I just set this bottle down. And I thought, seeing as the, this is not necessary, it would be the perfect thing for us to do a drink with me on for the exact same reasons that I, I chose see. it for the party. I see. I do see how if you were going to a party and you wanted to be mm-hmm. impressive yep. and fun, a bottle of tealing would be kind of great because you mm-hmm. said it's not too expensive. No, it's not. What I like about it is people who don't drink a lot of whiskey, this is a very approachable whiskey. Very it, much so. It's light in the bottle. It's, it's a friendly label. I think you could pour a sip for people and even if they were like, oh, I never drink, like they would, they would have a sip and they would enjoy it. I think they would. So if I were to compare it to something, yeah, it's got you know a little corny sweetness to it, right? Just a little sweetness. A little sweetness. Yeah, it's not it's not sweet in the sense Mm-mm. that a bourbon can be sweet, but it's got you know. Some but it's not to it. the driest either. No, it's not. And I think that makes it, and plus it's been triple distilled, like I said. Mm-hmm. So that, that takes uh, some of the, the sort of harshness out of it. That's mm-hmm. what people, you know, that's one way people talk about that. Um, yeah, it's super tasty. If you like, um, if you like something like, you know, really if you're a fan of, of the bigger mainstream bourbons, this is probably a good whiskey. Um, I feel and like I bet someone could make a good cocktail from this if they were in. That is a great point. Yeah. I had a fantastic old fashioned. Oh, the other night. Yeah. At a party I was at the other yes, night. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know what whiskey was used in it. Do you know? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, it was great. Oh, I dude, could, it was Woodford Reserve. It was okay. Woodford Reserve. Yeah. I could imagine tealing being used as the foundation of some really nice cocktails. But what I was thinking is, so I have lady friends who don't drink whiskey. Right. They're a little behind. But I can imagine pouring them a drink of this and saying, just give it a sip. You know, put away that Chardonnay. You know, put away that Cosmo. Come on. Grow up. Come on. And drink some whiskey with me. So they could, but here's the other thing. For people who already drink whiskey, who consider themselves a little bit knowledgeable, I think they would be pretty happy to see the tealing too. Oh, they totally would. Though this is a this is a, a whiskey that a whiskey person, a whiskey drinker, will definitely like. You know, and, and it's interesting too because you notice there's no age statement on this bottle. I've been reading the fine yeah. print. There's it no says when it was bottled, which was not very long yeah. ago. That's right, because they've only been back in business for a few years now. Three. Okay, years? so they're not saying. Okay. Ten year, twelve year, eighteen year. I'm sa- actually. I, I take it back. It's matured a minimum of five years. So this is a relatively young. But whiskey. that's young, five years. And notice they're not making a big. What I, the point I was really making mm. was they're not making a fuss about the age. You have to really squint to find yeah. the five year. This is not like um, one of these bottles where it's got the big splashy twelve year right. old. Like the Glen Farkless that we did last week. Well, and where, where it was that's very relevant. That's going to be if you are in the liquor store. 
that 10-year, 12-year, mm -hmm. et cetera, is going to be a big indicator of what kind of price point are That's you right. talking? That's right. That's right. Right. And, and that really, oh, by the way, this in the United States, I think you're going to find this for around 50 to, well, then again, that could change. 50 bucks, 50 to 60 bucks. Okay. Did you know about the trade war? No, tell yes. me. I mean, we, are, we are on the verge of a whiskey. Should I be blaming Trump for Oh, this? you definitely should be blaming Trump God for this. God damn. Because we imposed tariffs on some European goods. Sure. And they retaliated by imposing tariffs on... Um, they're taxing my whiskey? Well, they're taxing the whiskey going to the to the oh, EU. I see. And then those happen. some of the best exports we have, no surprise, are the great American whiskeys. And so in retaliation to protect... The European whiskey industry, they, they're potentially going to end up putting a tax on European whiskey. And so, yes, the price could go up. But for now, go to the store. There's still, you know, product that's already in the Stock store. Stock up is up. what I'm hearing. That's, that's it. That's, that's kind of it. I mean, $50. Now, that's kind of a lot of money. Well. If you compare it to buying an $8 bottle of wine or a yes. $10 six-pack of, you know, nice beer... Can you it, get a $10 six-pack of nice beer? Yeah-ish. Yeah? Okay. $10, $12 right. for a six-pack of pretty good beer. Like, you know, not Coors, but not something. You know what I'm saying. Not Coors is my favorite brand. <laughs> I like Coors just fine. I am not <laughs> I, a snob. No, I hate, a little Coors yeah. Light on a hot summer day. Sure. I drink. If you had one right here, I would drink it right now. Really? Sure. Drink Coors Light with me will be Merdina's podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> aim high, <That's>, Merdina. <laughs> aim high. That's also that's also a recurring theme in her life. Drink Coors Light with me. <laughs> Hashtag. Hashtag. Hashtag drink Coors Light with me. Yes. Hashtag teeling is for teeth. But $50, I'm not saying that's nothing. On the other hand, in normal circumstances, a $50 bottle of teeling whiskey could last you quite a while. Yeah, well, like we were saying last last time about Glenn Farkless, I mean, it was yeah, a similar true. price. That's true. It's it's not something you... So if you buy a $50 bottle of wine, you're going to drink that mm. basically in one setting, or you're going to let it sit on the counter and eat terrible over the, the course of the next couple of days. Sure. Probably, right? Sure. And, oh, actually, did you know this? The... the um, the movement toward, we'll get back to whiskey in a second, but the movement toward bottle caps and wine. I love bottle caps on a bottle of wine. I have bought one wine over another when it had a twist off as opposed to a cork. It and makes you, me very happy. And do you know why? Tell me. It's, it's really simple. Yes. Because the, you know, a lot of wine marketers did the research and found out that people drink it in the first day. Or they drink it the day they op open it. Right? Okay. So you don't. The cork is sort of unnecessary because the cork is there to extend the life of the of the wine and that kind of thing. But Wait. basically, people buy it and consume it in one go. You're telling part. me the cork is supposed to help you? It's supposed, yeah. Store it for well. It preserves the it okay. keeps oxygen out. Here's the funny thing, though. Yes. If I open a bottle of wine yep. and I don't drink the whole thing, I have my vacuum pack, which I think you gave me. Yes. I put the and I chunk yes. chunk chunk yep. the air out. Which sort of help it buys it you like a, a day. Yeah, as, yes, exactly. Um, well, anyway, so the point is, yeah. they realize people just drink it. People anyway. drink it anyway. So there's really no point. So you get the. Um, I love the twist yeah. off. It's so much easier. Okay, so going back to the major point, which remind is, me to tell you my story about opening the bottle of wine in London. But go ahead. Okay, all right. The major point is, if you were to buy a bottle of wine, you'd expect to con that would meet your consumption needs for one day. Absolutely. Generally speaking, yeah. With a bottle of whiskey, that's not true unless you're really no, uh, for no. It. I mean, I have bottles of whiskey that I've owned for 
months, if not years. They last. You, mm -hmm. you have a little, and yeah, and it lasts forever. And I have my Lagavulin that tastes like Christmas, and I only drink it on Christmas. Oh, my God, I love that. Yeah. That's beautiful. I only drink it at Christmas. Uh, this is like my... I bought it at wait, the distillery. one of my favorite whiskeys, yes. Ryder's Tears, yes. is Irish. Is Irish, yeah. It's and a blended. It's... It's a, it's a blend of different whiskeys. It's a blend of different whiskeys, yeah. but I like that one a lot. It, yeah, people like it because I used to be a writer, and, and if she's I was quite a number of teams. and if I was feeling really sorry for myself and how badly the writing was going, I would have a little bit of my writer's tears. So it became my special occasion whiskey. Your your sadness for whiskey? sad days. <laughs> <laughs> writer's tears for sad days. Well, it's Another kind slogan. of in the name. So, okay, so so if you buy a bottle of whiskey, okay, maybe it costs you 50 bucks, which for a bottle of wine would be a, a splash, right? Yes. A, big, a bit of a, a splash out. But you're going to, I mean, you're going to sit down and drink, you know, it's going to be six, eight, ten, twelve nights. Of, Sessions. Yeah, right. Yeah, sure. For the same amount. So you really can't compare it to wine in terms of that. No, I completely agree with that. So, okay, what was this about opening a bottle of wine in London? Oh, <laughs> I was in London, and it scene. had been... Scene, set the scene, scene. London. Yeah. Scene, London, a rented flat, <laughs> truly. Um, it was a long day, a long week, and I really wanted some wine, so I bought myself a bottle of French wine at the Tesco, Sure. brought it back to the rented apartment, rummaged through all the drawers and cabinets. There was not a wine opener. Not a wine opener to be found. No. I was so desperate. So you're being taunted by, by the wine. So I get online to read, how do you open a bottle of wine right. without, without a corkscrew? Yeah, uh -huh. And the method that seemed the most attainable for me was to jam a sharp knife down into the cork and then just pull it out. That reminds me of that scene in Pulp Fiction where they bring her back from <laughs> it was exactly the, the like heroin that. overdose. So if the Pulp Fiction girl, if when you drove the you Uma. steroid into her heart, yes. if her heart had sprayed up a <laughs> fountain of red, red blood Man. all over the entire kitchen, right. including the ceiling of your rented apartment, right, right. that would be similar to my experience. So I, I had a steak knife. I jammed it down into the cork, but I was too strong. My well, yeah. Irish-Canadian strength got away from me, I slammed the cork right. down into the red wine, right. and the red wine came up like a geyser. Like some kind of... And coated the entire kitchen, the ceiling, the walls, you the know floor, you the fixtures. You should have... You should have... Just laughed in the no, dark no, of no. night. You should have just gotten some of the wine on your fingers and, and just written red rum oh on the God. wall <laughs> before you left. And it also, red it also rum. sprayed into my eyes. Yeah? How was that? <laughs> it burned. How was your eye palette? My eye palette was burned, corked, ruined. I couldn't see straight for the rest of the night. So I was then, instead of relaxing and right. getting a little tipsy, I was then cleaning wine off of the rental apartment for about two hours. Hey, not for nothing, but that problem would never happen if you were drinking whiskey. God damn it, you're so right. I'm so right. If I could go back in time, I would say, Merdina, don't get the red wine. Just get whiskey. Get the whiskey. Get a nice little bottle of Teeling. I think this is something we've said before at yeah. various times when drinking things. Why didn't? Why do I ever not drink it? Why do I drink anything other than whiskey? Like when you're out and having a drink, and they and they mix up something that has you know like a palm tree in it, and it's set, it's burning, and you know it sets off a firework that has a cowboy hat. And then you drink it, you're like, yeah, 
You're like, but you know what's better than this is whiskey. I know exactly what you're talking about. And what happens to me is I'm at someone's house, I'm at a restaurant, people are having wine, right. and it, it looks beautiful yeah. in the glass. Wine's great. They pour me a glass, I drink it. Yeah. You put a glass in my hand, yeah. I'll drink it. That's true. But then someone offers me whiskey, and it's just so great. It's it so much better. It really is. And and I I also think there's this thing with whiskey where you you have to, I mean, I guess people have it in cocktails and it's more of a sip, you know, mm. gulpable. But for the most part, whiskey, you have to kind of sit and sip it. It demands some a little bit of attention. Don't you think? I it's think worth so. attention. I enjoy a smaller glass. Yes. I know we, we go back and forth on ice. I myself enjoy an ice sphere. A nice ball. I, I have a couple of great um, ice sphere molds. Mm-hmm. I fill them up with my water. I keep them in the freezer. I like that big ball of ice. Big ball. Yeah, it's good. It makes I like me it too. happy. I mean, it looks like some kind of futuristic weapon. You know what? It just it or looks cool. maybe it's how a computer will look. It in makes 20 me years. feel like a cool old man <laughs> when I have a crystal glass with a giant sphere of ice in it, and I splash some whiskey on top. He's pouring me more, and I clearly don't. I, I think you're fine. Don't need it. I okay. think you're absolutely I'm gonna add fine. some water. That'll for that'll make it hydration better. for my teeth. Okay, so <laughs> that's right. It's just chock full of fluoride. This. <laughs> Teeling for teeth. Teeling is for teeth. Uh, Right. So, all right. We talked this week about how to evaluate or rate these whiskeys. And we don't like points. We don't like points. Points, it's not about points. We don't like the tasting notes. The tasting notes and the points. It is not reminiscent of anything. It's reminiscent of awesome whiskey, this. Seriously. So, but we did talk about how we might try to give people some kind of input. Okay. On on this. So, first of all, I would say... If you like, if you're if you're a casual whiskey drinker, but you like some of the mainstream American bourbons, you're probably going to like this. Is my view. I agree with that, and I feel like compared to last week's, as fantastic as last week's was. What was it? Glen Farkless. That's the one. And you know I'm a little Scottish. Well, yes, I mean yes. By way of Canada. By way of Canada. But. <laughs> I feel like this God. teeling yeah. is a great beginner's whiskey. While at the same time being a very, very good whiskey for anyone, I think. Okay, sure. Yeah, sure. Right. Uh, it's so, great for anyone. It's not going to insult anyone or make them feel bad. No. But I'm saying this would be a great place to start. Absolutely. I agree. You know what? I agree with you. I agree with you. Without, without being something that it has a lot of interesting character to it that people are going to enjoy, even if they drink a lot of different kinds of whiskey. It's not uh, sure. It's not bland at all. Right. Um, so did you come up with a rating scale? I really didn't. I was thinking maybe we could create one on the fly, but now I have less faith in us in our ability to do that right this second. Right. On a scale of special dark to... Mm, I'm not sure that's working out. Oh, I know what we talked about. What? We talked about whether you would pay for it or not. Oh, I would pay you, for this. Would you, right, because we had the whole thing of like... No, I'm ready to go to the... Would you die of thirst... Rather than drink it. Would you drink it to stave off dying of thirst? Would you drink it? There was something else. And then there was, would you drink it if it were free? Would you pay to drink it? Okay. And then maybe at the upper end of it is like, would you take a a poking with a a fork? A little gentle but firm poking with a fork and pay in order to drink it. Pay right. a moderate amount, let's say. And, you know, here, here I've, I think I might have it, too. Okay. Would you order it in a bar? 
Well, hell yeah, I would. Well, of course, but I, what I'm saying is, have you ever noticed that if you order this at a bar, it's going to be like $18? Sure. And I they give that. you the tiniest, tiniest little pour. Mm-hmm. That's true. It, I love going to a nice bar right. and having a nice drink. But when you've started buying your own whiskey and drinking it at home, you you're start like, realizing, like, now. come on, you're giving me like $2.25 worth of whiskey. <laughs> All you did was put it in a glass. All you did. If you let me, I would bring my own bottle. Oh, my God. This is why I have my flask. <laughs> this is true. Um, uh, that's true. But all that said, yeah. this is a great, if I saw this on a menu at a bar, mm-hmm. teeling whiskey Single for $18 grain. a glass, I might say, sure, lay it on me. Because your sense of what's a, what's a good value just goes all out the window mm, in a restaurant anyway. It's true. You're paying for service paying and for the experience. And You're paying for that waiter to come tell you the specials. You- You're paying to, uh, to have someone sort of uh, uh, bow and scrape. A little bit, you know. Sure, act. right. Make you feel special. Which, which is actually more annoying than anything, but Sometimes, nevertheless. Sometimes, yeah. Um, but for whatever reason, you seem to lose all sense of the value of things. Not you. One. Yeah, one. One. One loses. Sure. Um, okay, so on the scale. Okay, so you have several choices. I'm just going to, we're going to try this out. Okay, let's try it. You can give me a different scale if you want to, okay, but I'm going to give you a scale. Let's work on it. You would die of thirst rather than drink it. Okay. You would, do, you would drink it to stave off dying of thirst. You would uh, drink it for free. Mm-hmm. You would pay for it. Mm-hmm. You would take a gentle but firm fork poking in the arm and pay for it. In order to enjoy it. Yeah, to get access to it. I'm going to give this a level four. Level four. So, I'm not ready to be poked with a fork. Yeah. I mean, it's nice, but come on. I mean, fork poking. Can I don't want to be in pain while I drink it. Well, no, you you do the poking and then it'd be done. But I would, I bet I would definitely drive right How about now. A spoon poking. I would drive right now to a very tasteful store mm-hmm. that sells liquors. Yep. Liquor store doesn't that just sound like low? someone's getting shot? What do you call also, that? What's a better uh, name? Spirits, fine spirits. Spirit. Um, I would I would go to a purveyor spirit, of fine purveyor spirits, of fine spirits and purchase a bottle of teeling. Hashtag teeling is for teeth. <laughs> but would I be poked in the fork while drinking? Poked with a fork. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to have your fo- fork poked. <laughs> okay. Stop pouring more teeling into uh, my glass. I, I didn't pour any in yours. I poured some in mine, but okay. now I'm going to. No. Okay, so no. no no fork poking, but you'd go right up to the... <laughs> Right up to the. Yeah, the I'm line. a four out of five. That's pretty good. That's where I am. Where are well, you? Well, we can. Well, you gotta. You can give me a different scale if you like. I'll work on it. All right. You. you I work. would accept a poking. Sure. A poking doesn't mean nothing to me. Okay. Well, then we need to amp up the that, pain. That's what. Right. Okay. So, like, a little electric. <laughs> would you be publicly humiliated in Why? order to drink this? What? In what way? I don't know. I'll have to work on that. Probably not. <laughs> I, I mean, I, it depends. Would you let your teeth be cleaned? By that's a benefit. That's one of the benefits of teeling single grain is that it's is good it, for your teeth. That's true. What do you mean? I don't know. It's a feature, not a bug. Merdina, we're wrapping it up. All right. I think that uh, that a lot of people will like teeling single grain. It's a great whiskey. I've enjoyed a small introduction to Irish whiskey. Yes. Learning about the E and what it means. That's right. The triple distilled. That's right. I'm looking forward to trying some more Irish whiskeys. We're, we're going to just travel the world of whiskey is what oh we're going to do. Oh my God, that makes me so happy. It's a great thing. It's a world of whiskey and we're going to travel it. Around the globe. That's right. With American Whiskey Jesus. That's it.
Any uh, final thoughts for everybody as we uh, as we wrap up here, Merdina? As an Irish woman, by, by way of Canada, of course. I recommend Teeling <laughs> to all my kinfolk, whether they be Irish, Canadian, Americans, or anything else. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that uh, a lot of people, a lot of you out there, casual whiskey drinkers and expert whiskey drinkers alike, are going to love a Teeling Single Grain. I recommend it strongly. So I hope you enjoyed it. We'll I be hope back you, soon. I hope you drink with us. Oh, yeah. You got to drink with us. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back soon with something else that I think you're going to like. And until then, happy whiskey drinking from American Whiskey Jesus and others take delight Hi, in the gambling and the smoking but i take delight in the juice of the barley and caught in pretty jenny in the morning bright and early for sharing dum-a-doo-dum-a-da what for the daddy-o what for the daddy-o there's whiskey in the jar for sharing dum-a-doo-dum-a-da what for the daddy-o what for the daddy-o, oh, there's whiskey in the jar.